tonight from wherever in the world you are listening. Give a big hand for your host. How's it going? Thanks for clicking on this show. I'm your host, Ainsley Blakely May, and they say dignity comes at a price. Well, I've made it my job to find out exactly what that price is. So of course, I need a little help with my experiment. So I've invited a guest to join me on this episode of Price Tag Pop. And welcome to Price Tag Pod, where we attempt to put a price tag on your dignity. I'm your host, Ainsley Blakely May, and I'm joined by my guest for this evening. My next guest is an, has an unhealthy obsession with the Beach Boys. And the only thing that's more unhealthy than that is his relationship with the vegetables. Like, seriously, dude, what the fuck is wrong with sweet corn? It's fucking delicious. Sorry, I'm <laughs> passionate about sweet corn. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the most authentically sounding Americana prog music creator in the whole of Bristol. Your host of Underrated, Overhated is the big yellow praxis. It's Jacob Waller. Thank you so much. What an introduction. Um, I definitely can lay steak to that claim um i can't even remember what you said but i am i'm pretty much the only one who can fit that definition but thank you very much yeah it's good to be here most americana bands and musicians love sweet corn it's written fact <laughs> uh yeah how are you excited to be on the show uh, yeah 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 no definitely um i've listened to a few of your episodes and i think i am prepared for anything that might be coming up but we shall see as long as it's not to do with sweet corn oh no there's going to be something about sweet corn oh, no. it probably will be in the opening credits it's probably gonna come oh goodness me for some reason i keep mixing up people's people's names like i got jacob waller right it's not waller or something mm. else funny pronunciation yeah is yeah. It? <laughs> yeah no no it's waller it's definitely waller so uh for some reason I, I could say it over the phone to someone and spell it and then if it's you know you know my a phone company or whatever i will get something through the mail from them the next month saying jacob walker and i <laughs> And I get that's probably a more common name. You know, there's no one famous with a surname Waller, unfortunately, except for Rick Waller, who, I don't know, British people will potentially remember him as being a winner of some kind of singing competition 20 years ago or something. That is literally the only Waller. That's it. That's all of us. I don't know who that guy is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my, um, my old housemate had a company. Uh, he was a brewer. So the company was called Bretty Fingers. And... Ooh. Yeah, it's, it's about, um, yeah, spontaneously fermented beers and stuff. So he would get in the mail, like, Mr. Fingers. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> so you're ready to play, J um, Jacob? I, I think I am. Yeah, let's do this. Let's roll. I'm as ready as I ever will be. Right off the bat, £7.50, Jacob. Would you eat five heaped tablespoons of chip shop mushy peas? So, ooh, okay, right, okay, yeah. So I'm not... Okay, so we've got the sweet corn out of the way. I'm not a big fan of sweet corn. I'm not sure where you found that out. I must have said it somewhere. I probably say it in a lot of podcasts, but yeah. So I also am not a big fan of peas, but there's a difference here. There's a difference. I want to make sure that people understand the difference. And this is this is definitely one of those things that makes me weird. I don't like sweet corn. I, I dislike sweet corn, but I don't respect peas. I've always said this. I just don't respect them as a as a dish, as a as a vegetable. Are they a vegetable, a bean, a fruit, a legume? Whatever they are, I don't respect them. So mushy peas, it's not something I eat at all, actually. But for £7.50, three heaped teaspoons, was it? I said five. Um, so let's meet in the middle and say four, then. Five. Oh, sorry. 
Oh, okay, okay. This is me bartering. I'm just instinctively bartering with you. Though. I'm bringing it down already. So what I do, I don't think I would actually. I don't think if, if I'm actually we're at a chip shop and you're like, hey, hey, Jacob, five of these, seven four fifty. I'd go no. I, I, I'm going to be honest. Uh, no, I, I, I don't think I would. I'd need a bit more. Yeah. So we'll do three tablespoons for ten pounds. Yes. No. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm into that. I'm into that. Yeah. Ten pounds is ten pounds because it's you've hit like a nice round number there as well. It, it feels like significant. Seven pound fifty feels like. Ooh, I've got this fifty p. What do I do with it? Ten pounds. I like it. Ten pounds for three. I'm into this. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, fifty p is a battered Mars bar. Do not insult. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. But well, with ten pounds, I could buy twenty. Think about that. Wow. That's a lot of calories. <laughs> it's a lot of calories. <laughs> Yeah, let's do ten pounds, um, three, and they have to be heaped tablespoons. That's all I agree with. Yes. Perfect. Yeah, and I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you respect them out of curiosity? I think they're quite flavorless. I mean, they're green because chlorophyll, obviously, but they, I think they just taste kind of like chlorophyll. I don't know. They don't have much taste. They have like, uh, even like fresh ones. They just kind of mush. You chew into them and they just mush. Mush isn't a verb, but I'm going to use it as a verb. And I don't know what it does. It doesn't add much flavor. So there's not much for me to say about why I don't respect them, but that's partly why I don't respect them. At least sweet corn, it's a grudging respect. You know, you know, I get it. You do a thing. You have flavor. I just don't like the flavor. Um, so, yeah, I will die on this hill. It's been, it's been 30 years and I will die on this hill. <laughs> I've never examined the concept of the flavor of a pea. I've never like, when you said chlorophyll, I was like, I don't know what chlorophyll tastes like, but if I was to taste it, that's exactly what it would be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, most people don't. This is why people think I'm weird. Most people think, you know, what are you talking about? You don't respect peas. Well, it's just, I just don't, I don't know what to say. <laughs> it's a fair point. But you did say that um, you are interested in food. Is there any specific variety of food you're passionate about or you like to oh. cook? Yeah, so I do, I do love food. I do love food. So obviously I do music stuff. I do my podcast. Um, I have a full-time job that isn't food or music. But other than that, I do food stuff. And I've had like a little bit of a food business on the side previously. But, you know, COVID, <laughs> I got in the way that. I mean, I do love all food, which is a cop-out answer. But I, I love Indian food. I've made Indian food tons for ages. You know, when I was a teenager, I went to like Indian cookery school classes and things like that. You know, I was the coolest kid in my class. You know, I was I was that guy. Um, I, you know, I make like kimchi and sauerkraut, like baking bread. Some might say I'm not the best at baking bread, but I, I do enjoy doing it. Um, make pasta, things like that. Um, I just really love food and I love spicy food, right? Yeah, I like the idea that in college years, people are going to parties, getting drunk, taking shots, MDMA, and there's you just like stashing up your like spice drawer with spice cumin, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty much. I, when, when I was at university, I like, I did have like a big box of spices and ingredients and like it, I was quite famous for it and people would come to my room and it would smell like cinnamon and nutmeg and like, cumin and turmeric and all this kind of stuff, which I... I think people appreciate it. I do think people appreciate it, but probably, again, I don't know, probably seen it as a bit weird, but, you know, it always smelled nice. <laughs> could have been worse smells, especially in a teenager's apartment, yeah. No, yeah, it could. Espe yeah, exactly. Actually, you know, the people I went to university uh, with whose rooms certainly did smell worse, so, you know, I'll take I'll take the spice. 18 pound 80. <laughs> Would you spray wasabi mist up into your nose? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's an easy one. Definitely. Really? Yeah, oh, I'm at risk. I'm at risk of bartering you down here. No, yeah, I mean I would begrudgingly, begrudgingly, I would do it, but I'll take it. Yeah, I would. Um, so spraying it directly into your nose, wasabi. Yeah, because it has a very, I don't know what the term is. It's not half life because it's not nuclear, but it it dissipates very quickly. 
in air. So it wouldn't be too differently from just swallowing a load of like horseradish or wasabi and having that instant. I mean, don't get me wrong, it would be intense, intensely unpleasant, but it wouldn't last too long. But it lasts short enough to give you 12 pounds instead. Can we start again? Can we barter up actually? Uh, I could do with a bit more. 12 pounds. We're going down. No, no, no. I'm happy with 18. Give me the 18 or whatever it was. 18 pound 80. No, we're not doing Okay, I'm going to give you 16. Oh, yeah, okay. That's fine. I can't complain. I was too keen. I need to learn to do this better. Second question. I'm glad you learned it there because I mean, uh, <laughs> you know, like I said, we're gonna, I'm just going to continue on this food vein for just a moment. But I was having a conversation with my partner the other day. And do you remember the mantra mm-hmm. as a child in school in the UK? It's like the whole five fruit and veg a day thing and it's just like hammered into your brain mm-hmm. yeah they don't have that here in sweden oh do they not well that's fair enough it's i mean i've heard it's not really like scientifically accurate it's just there to help people eat a bit more so i don't i, I mean i have no idea what eating habits in sweden are like maybe they're already good enough maybe they already eat enough veg so i it might not be needed but I do feel like it would be lacking in my life. I need that guidance. I need that firm hand of someone telling me. Like, I need to hear an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Otherwise, you know, I just go off the rails. Uh, I go off the rails with uh, my spice box um, <laughs> and my cumin. You know, I'm, I'm that guy. I'm crazy. <laughs> but yeah, no, okay, that's fair enough. Um, what, what are like some popular vegetables or fruit in Sweden? I assume they're most like potatoes, Swedes, is mostly similar. Is there anything different? There's um, like naturally growing blueberries. So 12% of all of Swedish land is blueberries. <laughs> oh, wow. No way. <laughs> it's ridiculously high. Blueberry bushes everywhere. So there's a lot of that. That's amazing. They love um, porridge. So in the morning yeah. it's a lot of okay. porridge, raspberries, blueberries. They don't, it's more so much like that. So that's straight away you get like two. And they didn't really follow the whole five because they don't need to be told to eat it because they eat it organically in all their meals like have a balanced mm-hmm. diet. Well, meanwhile, in the UK, we're given this fucking awful. Remember like school dinners, you get a fucking like a pink piece of cake and that's nutritious. Yes. yeah, yeah. And I remember the pink custard. I remember the, like, the chocolate custard. I remember the the kind of dinosaur, the potato dinosaurs and the, the pizza and I'm doing air quotes here. The pizza, which is actually just a like two or three inch piece of bread with a very thin layer of tomato sauce and a very thin layer of cheddar cheese. And then that's it. And it was just it was just chewing on a piece of bread. It, that's all it was. It wasn't proper food. Yeah. <laughs> I don't respect those meals either, I have to say. <laughs> no, discussing nutrition now with people from Sweden. And t- I tell them like what we had growing up in the UK. And they're like, really had like those things for lunch? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Macaroni cheese Wednesday, pizzas on Friday, <laughs> fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I won't hear a bad word against macaroni cheese. That's one. I will put my foot down there because sometimes you do need the, the straightforward comfort food. I think macaroni cheese is it's a good one. You don't look like you fully agree. <laughs> Maybe I'm alone here. No, but for gro- for growing minds, you need nutrition, and there's just none in the English diet yeah. for schools. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's true. I love macaroni and cheese. Yeah, just yeah. a disclaimer. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fine. Okay, all right. Thought I thought I thought there was going to be a fight there. No, no, no. I think it was the lag. <laughs> Thirty-seven pound fifty. Would you eat five oranges a day for two weeks? Would I? Yes. Would I forget? Yes, I mean I definitely would. So, like, what happens? Do I get do I get it pro rata? Like, if I get halfway through, do I get a bit of that? Sorry, was it two oranges a day? It was actually five for two weeks. Oh god! Every time you say a number, I, I immediately forget. So it's, it's smart. A it's a tactic I've never <laughs> learned before. Yeah, it's it's called being stupid. <laughs> um, so five five okay five a day is a lot. I would I would do it. I would do it. But I think I would. 
definitely forget or something would go wrong somewhere down the line and oh i mean that is actually a lot of oranges i think if you the only way i could guarantee to myself that i could would be if i knew there was more money on the line because like not to flex but that's not tons of money <laughs> do yeah. you know what i mean it's not so much that i would say jacob you you have to remember you absolutely have to remember to eat those oranges today um so if if you gave me what is the smallest amount that i could guarantee that i would you know write it i would you know happily so there's a certain amount where i would invest in a calendar and it would be my two weeks orange calendar and i'd do a little tally every day and i'd have it up on the wall like right next to me and i think you to double that if you doubled that i would that's enough money to for me to say look there's enough there's money at stake here buy yourself a calendar <laughs> Do it for two weeks and you got the Italian. So what did you say? You said £37.50 or something? Man. So what I would like to do is offer you four oranges a day for £40. But if you forget, and these oranges have been accumulating, at the end of these two weeks, I will watch you eat all of them in a row. Even if they've gone mouldy? Two weeks is not a lot. I mean, they won't go mouldy. I'll make sure they're not mouldy. Oh, yeah. They might like to go hard, I guess. But then I still get the money if, if that happens. Yeah, you just have to finish those oranges. Okay, yeah, I, actually, that's that's fine. So that's four a day for two weeks. That's four times 14. So that's what? Is that 56? Yeah. 56. Because oh, if you forget a few days, that's uh, really stuck. But yeah, I would. I would. Because oranges are mostly water. So if, even if you have to eat them all in the same day, um, like you're mainly just <laughs> water with a bit of. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I, I, would I do it? Yeah, I would do that. I would do that. I might. I might maybe make it 45. I'll do 45. Let's let's say 45. 43. No, I don't I don't like it. It's not round. I I like a nice round number like 45. It feels like a nice milestone to me. Sorry, I'm quite 44 because then you have 4 and 4. That's true. Okay. Okay, okay. okay. Let's do that. 44 pounds. And you didn't even think you could juice them. Mm, damn it. I'm terrible at this game. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, some people had some very creative concepts because I've asked that before with apples, and they're like, "Oh, dude, just make a pie." I can have an apple pie a day, and I'm like, "That's smart. Ooh, it's pretty smart." I don't know an apple pie a day though. It's quite uh, that's a lot of calories because you're adding a lot of sugar. And I'd actually, I'm actually, you know, I said I'm not good at this game, but I would prefer to just do it straightforwardly in the fruit because actually, an apple pie a day I, again. Ooh, I'd love to have an apple pie a day, but no, that's that's not prudent. That is not a wise thing to do. So. I'm going to stick with my tactic. I'm happy with my tactic so far. Um, let's see where it takes me. Exactly. And now I can't have you on the show and not talk a little bit about Beach Boys. Yes, I agree. Um, yeah, listening to an episode of Underrated Overrated regarding the Beach Boys, you mentioned how much the album released in 77 looks like Pet Boys drawn with crayons. So, so... Right, okay, so let me clarify something. So that's an album that was released in 1977 called The Beach Boys Love You, which is kind of one of the original synth-pop albums. So the album cover, it has that kind of... It does look like it's drawn in crayons, but it was actually about um, the sound of the album. It's kind of a, a weird metaphor that people use. That it sounds like someone's taken their famous album, Pet Sounds, which is, you know, Rolling Stone's number two greatest album of all time, or whatever, and it sounds like it's that, basically drawn in crayons, because it's that simplistic and childish uh, but I, I think yeah I think it's accurate I mean I'm always talking about the Beach Boys but if anyone wants to listen to that album you it's a weird one it's a weird one <laughs> for 75 pounds the album art of the next three singles you released must be drawn in crayon okay how much was it sorry 75 pounds 
And do I have to draw it in crayon? Good question. How would you feel if it was you? Okay, so the problem is, theoretically, paying someone else to do like single singles or any art music art in crayon, I, I would not object to that whatsoever. But it would obviously cost more than seventy five pounds, <laughs> so they're completely defeating the object. So there's no point in me saying that. And I am not any good. Oh, I wouldn't. Mm, 70, no, I wouldn't. Do, I just wouldn't do that because it would cost more than seventy five pounds. So I'd either need enough to cover my loss of dignity for, from doing it myself or to cover the costs of someone else doing it. So it probably it could cost quite a lot to get someone else to do it. And so, yeah, you're definitely going to have to up that one, unfortunately. I would say let's I'd happily say that you can decide on a friend or someone that you know to draw it, because I'm sure there's someone in your life that is pretty good drawing. Yeah, which would lower the costs. But if anyone, I, you know, I'm pretty firm that if I'm going to get someone to do something for me, I would pay them. I don't. I don't I, you know, I have a friend who's like a graphics designer and she did my logo, my logos and stuff like that for my, my music and my podcast, but I still paid her and I, you know, she gave me like a bit of a cut rate, but I still paid her and I wouldn't feel comfortable not paying. So would 75 pounds cover three pieces of art, even at cut rate? I don't think it would. I, I'm sorry. I'm going to, I'm really sticking, you know, my feet in the ground here that you'd need to, I think you'd at least need to double it, double it. I think I think you have to double that. Okay, about the next two singles for £85. No, because I need to see, it needs to be basically, I think £50 per per piece of art would pretty much have to be it. That's, I think, yeah. And that wouldn't, I think I'd have to charge more if it was me doing it because I'm such a bad artist <laughs> that, that it would have to be more. So the minimum I'm saying is £50 per artwork, I think. Let's call it £100 then, two singles. Yeah, okay, I'm okay. into that. Yes. I'm getting better at this. It's not bad. I understand, actually, because it is your image, isn't it? And that's what people see. Uh, yeah, that's exactly it. You, there's a line. There's a line. Do you know what I mean? When I first started off my logo, I just kind of, I did it very quickly. I was just like, I'm just going to start recording. And, you know, that's that's actually the important thing. And I did it myself. And it was terrible. It was just done in, like, paint. But it was just fine because no one was listening. And it was just trying to get a few out to see, you know, try out recording and, you know, the equipment and if I knew what I was doing and editing. But very quickly, I was like, this looks really bad. I was, I was fine with it looking bad for a while, but I, I quickly got the better one. And it is, I, I don't want to start going backwards by doing my own hand-drawn crayon things. It would, it would be embarrassing. <laughs> you also mentioned that you like to read. Is there a specific genre or kinds of books that you like to read? Um, so, I mean, so I studied literature at university, and after I left, that just stopped me wanting to read ever again for a while. <laughs> so... What do I read these days? Uh, bits and pieces of everything. I do, I, you know, I started getting into it again <laughs> after like a year, a couple of years. I was just like, no, I'm not doing that anymore. Um, but then, so what was I reading last? I was reading a book about, I, I read like political stuff, I guess, sometimes like political, philosophical, philosophical kind of world politics stuff. Or the last one I read was about like land ownership in the UK. It's quite like nerdy, I guess, in a way. But I, I read fiction a bit as well. I'm a big fan of like Lord of the Rings, Tolkien. Um, Herman Melville, who wrote Moby Dick, he's one of my favorite authors. I think he's brilliant. So, so I don't read as much as I used to, but it's still a relatively broad range of stuff. Yeah. Did they cover Das Kapital in English literature? No, I, I could have chosen to read that. So we, we did part of our because it was only my my undergrad that I did English literature. I did a master's afterwards in something else, but. Um, yeah, I could I could have chosen to do like Das Kapital as part of like one of the papers but honestly 
even though, well, hey, look, I'm unashamedly, unashamedly, can't even say the word, unashamedly left wing. I'm not really a big fan on like what you might call like radical theory, especially from, you know, Karl Marx is, is indecipherable sometimes. It's just, yeah, doesn't interest me particularly, honestly. Um, I got Wikipedia, I got Wikipedia, you know, I can just do the quick <laughs> plot summary. <laughs> he's a he's a really bad writer. I have read Dust Capital and it's just really hard to read. He's so angry in all of the notes, so it's like it's losing <laughs> the point. At least like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I read a lot of Leninist literature and Lenin is like, yes, he's angry, but he writes yeah. in a really great way and it's very yeah. um, twisted and psychotic. <laughs> it, may, it makes a difference, so doesn't it just... You don't sometimes you don't even necessarily need to agree with what someone's writing, but if, if it's written well, it helps. It definitely helps the flow. And I, yeah, Karl Marx for me it was just it was too plodding. It's like wading through like a pond filled with mud. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that analogy, but you know what I mean. It's it's just like ugh, it's slow and boring, and yeah, it wasn't. It, I never found it very fun. Lenin uses really cool citations. Um, he, he there was one point he was talking about a fellow comrade. And he was saying, like, look at Martinov here. He's drinking from the well. And then in brackets, he put, there's a Russian saying, um, do not spit in the well as you wish, you may wish to drink there later. So okay. he was talking about political theory, about like, yes, he he's, he's disrupting the revolution, even though now he was actually wanting it. And it was very mm -hmm. clever. And I've been using that expression sometimes. It's like, oh, I don't <laughs> think you should spit in that well. Or like, now yeah, you're yeah. drinking from the well, you know, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's good. It's a good one. It's a good one and you know you can it feels like it's a little uh what's it shibboleth you know a little sign to people who maybe have read it and you're like yeah you can kind of look at each other across the room and you make that little analogy and you go oh i see you've uh see you reading your lenin yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't think he invented the term but uh I, I... oh yeah well oh yeah oh either way they're going to look at you and think this is a man of culture you know he's throwing out these russian idioms this guy's well guy. this man likes wells <laughs> yeah he just really love, loves wells yeah <laughs> Uh, Why is he yeah, always drinking from wells? You know, you can just turn the tap on. You know, some people just <laughs> just go over their heads. Totally fine. Yeah, you do realize it, you do realize it's twenty twenty one, right? Like, I can just, just I can just go to a sink. Do you know that? Do they not have them in Sweden? No, <laughs> we have one massive well. We all go to <laughs> all ten million of us huddled around a well. <laughs> well, you use the rest of the land for your blueberries, so I don't I don't know what to say. You know, <laughs> we squeeze them to get the. The juice out. There's no water here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so for £188, become illiterate for a week. Become, what does that mean, become? Like, do I, um, is it like, what have you done? Have you put like some kind of science thing on my head that just mixes up my brain waves and for a week I can't read? Yeah. Right. No permanent damage, guaranteed. No, no, no. You're just, for a week, you can't read. I can't, I can't read a single word. No, um, no, absolutely not. Because although I don't read, I'm not necessarily, the, as I said before, reading a lot of literature or books necessarily. I mean, I read constantly, like absolutely constantly, whether it's just Reddit um, or like talking to people online, like constantly. That would completely just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to do anything for a week. I, I'm not even exaggerating. What would I do for a week? I'd have to take five days of annual leave, which would be a waste because I wouldn't do anything with it because what would I do at garden? I guess I could like do a bit of that, but I would quickly run out of things to do. And if I bought a plant, like if I bought some seeds, I wouldn't be able to read how to plant them properly. Like, what would I do? I'd have to ask my girlfriend, oh, can you read it and tell me what to do? And she'd be getting bored and annoyed. I know, I mean, you'd, I'm, I'm not even kidding. You would have to give me a lot of money to make it worth it. I mean, because it's five days of annual leave, 
and it would essentially be five days wasted it would be seven days wasted you'd have to give me more than what i earn in five days yeah i'm just going to quickly drink from my well here <laughs> give me a sec um how about um a saturday and a sunday so just two days a saturday okay well i could get this to work a bit more because if i planned it right i could just like coincide a really like heavy night on a friday and therefore just be hung over at least all Saturday. Well, I'm probably not going to be reading it if I'm incredibly hungover. So I, if I have a really good night on Friday, I'm just like, oh, absolutely hammered. Get back. Hungover all Saturday. You know, sometimes you get a two-day hangover. I'm pretty much not going to read then if that happens. So I would be more inclined to do it. But it would still be a lot. It would still have to be, I mean, 500 pounds per day, I think. I'm sorry. It has to be quite a bit. I like the idea that if I give you this cash up front before you do it and you spend it on the booze and you come back and you're hungover and you're just picking up all the spices in your drawer and you're like, oh, I guess I have to sniff every single jar because I can't read these. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I think I would have to do that. That's a good point. Like, cinnamon, nutmeg, I'm not sure what this one is. I'm just going to have to guess here. Um, cause I don't like. I love food, but I don't have the best sense of smell. Um, it's not like medically terrible or anything but you know it's a bit oblivious so it's probably not a good thing for me to try just smelling what it is <laughs> um yeah it would have to i'm sorry but it would have to be quite a lot 500 pounds a day how about one day 24 hours 24 hours on a sunday and i'm going to give you 250 pounds mm, a little bit more i need more please come on 335 yeah, okay. Okay, I'll do that. I would do that. But, yeah. Because even two days is a lot. Two days would have to. Because I think the more days you add in, the more per day you have to add in, if that makes sense. Yeah. And Sunday's, Sunday's the day you don't need to read, right? Yeah, exactly. It's a throwaway day. Exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm happier with that. I know you don't want to talk about corn, but I have to ask what your problem is. Is it the texture or taste specifically? It's actually a combination of the two. Um I think each one reinforces the negative part of the other one. Um, you know, I could, I could write a treatise on this. I mean, you think Das Kapital by Karl Marx is boring. I could write something twice as long solely on why sweet corn is terrible. It's just not... And also, I, 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 this, is, this is where I get really weird. This is where people tell me I'm incredibly weird. It's not corn on the cob. It's only sweet corn in a tin. Because, and again, this is what I always have to point out to people, I have an incredibly refined palate. Now, my my irony there is probably lost on people listening, so I don't want to come across as a complete knobhead, but I'm just very picky about that one thing. I don't know why it is. It's just, corn on the cob at least is fresh. You can just do it on the cob. I slap a bit of butter on there, a bit of salt and pepper. Mm, sounds good. But you tin it, you store it long term. It's got, the liquid is horrible and sweet, and it's this, how would I, it's almost like small yellow eyeballs that kind of like pop when you bite them, and it's just overly sweet. And I think, Maybe it's often what they're combined with as well. I don't like sweet corn. Is even worse because it's so often combined with savory foods, and I find it very jarring when you're eating. Mmm, yeah, mmm. I'm eating like a tuna salad. Whoa, it's a bit of sweet corn. It's like a gummy bear, but only in flavor, a, like a eyeball textured gummy bear. I don't, I don't have to explain it. It's horrible. I hate it, and everyone should hate it. And when I am king, I will ban tin sweet corn. Thanks for the brief synopsis of your new book. <laughs> yeah, that is the, the not Born so brief. Off the Cob with Jamie. Jacob. <laughs> Jacob, sorry. I had Jamie on yesterday. I'm really confused. <laughs> That's <was> all right. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. This is going to be tough. Um, I'm going to try to bring the time span further down. 367 pounds. For the next two days, the only thing you can drink is water from canned corn. No, 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 no. Sorry. No. Oh, no. That's a big struggle. This is. This is my nightmare. This is this is actually this is my personal hell. Absolutely not. It needs to be more. It needs to either be well. It probably needs to be much more, and or fewer, less time. It, it just that's that's too much. I'm, I'm suffering. Even just thinking about it, I'm suffering. Actually, you should be paying me for even mentioning that. Actually, I will not continue the conversation until you put it into my bank account. These questions are only going to get worse for you. You know that, right? Oh no! Oh no! Nightmare. Sorry. It needs to, it needs to be quite a bit more. Okay. If you lower it down to a day and you put that number up, I'm going to start talking. But until then. 24 hours and let's make it around 400 pounds no sorry it needs it needs to be more for a day no that's a day i drink quite a bit of water you know i like to stay hydrated and healthy and that's that's just not happening you're not even awake for 24 hours dude it's like 12 hours of your day or even like 15. yeah i'm awake a little bit more than 12 hours i'm not a, i'm not a panda <laughs> you've not met my friends <laughs> um, so yeah it needs to be a bit more okay i get that it's not really 24 hours but it needs to be more then maybe not tons more but more than that 420 it's just four no, you, you need to go up in a bigger increment than 20 pounds unfortunately um 450 500 i'll do it for 500 no i can't do it for 500 475 490 I'll give you 480 and you can blend this with more... No, no, you don't get to blend it. 480, fuck you. Okay, okay, right, right. 480, all right. I'll settle. <laughs> That's my negotiating tactic. No, 480, <laughs> because fuck you. Yeah, it worked, it worked. I felt like a bit like, ooh. <laughs> I'm going to push that more often. That worked great. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to get more into some politically based questions. Are you comfortable talking some political yeah, let's get political. Nice. Start with something a little silly. <laughs> um, so for £752 for the next... I was going to say year. For the next six months, you must change your phone and computer lock screen to the classic photo of Boris Johnson hanging from the zip wire. Six months. And how much money was it again? It was, you keep pulling out these weird numbers. I don't know where these numbers come from. They're not round, nice round numbers. What was it? This is direct translation from dollars because um, that's how it works. So it's 752. Let's say 750 if you want to be flat. Right. For my phone and my computer. Just my, 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 my personal home computer. Hmm. Oh, I shouldn't have asked. Yeah, if it's going to allow you to come up more to my price range, let's just say your home computer and your mobile phone. I wouldn't... So, so I don't like Boris Johnson, but it's the kind of thing that you could do and it wouldn't be construed as support for Boris Johnson, if that makes sense. Like, luckily, you could just do it people just to see what's a stupid picture. It's actually kind of mocking him. So I, I don't have that. But it's a stupid... It's stupid. So I definitely do need money for it. Six months is a fair bit of time. Um, and it, is, it would be annoying to have it on my home computer because I have, like... Two screens. I have two screens. So I'd see a lot of the Bojo and it would be on my phone every time I open it. Ooh, it's, it's, I'm not keen. I, do, I need a bit more, I think. I don't, I'm going to be honest. I, I'm too honest. I'm too nice. I don't need tons more, but I do need a bit more, I think. I don't think you need more. I think you want more. I mean, I do want more. Mm. Okay, so let, I'm going to put myself in the... Like, let's say you're literally offering... You're literally there. You're, you're, you've got the money in, my, in hand. 
Yeah, okay, no, I think I would. I think I would, but it would be begrudging still. I think, oh, it's... £750 is enough money that... Like, it's not life-changing, but, you know, it's nice. That's a decent chunk of money. It's, I think it's on the borderline, so I will take it. I'll take it. 750 Okay, let's call it that. I haggled you down £2. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Damn. So we have four questions coming up um, after this break so far. I've, he's been haggling me up, so I'm a little bit worried. I'm on the ropes, um, and we'll see how we're going to progress after these commercial breaks. Have you been enjoying yourself so far? I was enjoying myself up until the uh, the sweet con question. Now I'm less sure. <laughs> okay, we're we're on to political based questions now, so perhaps that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> so the thing, I'm only turning Mina. Really, these questions are getting tougher. So <laughs> okay, you know. let's see where we go. Let's see where we go. So I asked you for the name of a person who most disgusts you. Do you remember what you said? Uh, oh. oh. Uh, a lot of people discuss me, but I, I suspect they have the same first name as me. Yeah. Yeah, it's the uh, member of Conservative Member of Parliament for Somerset East or North, I forget, somewhere in Somerset. Well, I'm thinking of changing my name to Jacob Rees Deckchair, and you can see which folds up faster. Yeah, not keen on him at all. Definitely okay. not keen on him. Can you give me a reason or two? Just for fun. He. For fun. I mean, I, 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 do you want funny? Do you want like deadly serious? I mean, I really dislike the guy. So people call him the honorable gentleman for the 19th century. His, his views are so antiquated. I mean, he is the epitome of kind of Tory conservatism. I think, I think he's vile. I think he's a genuinely quite bad person. Um, but he hides it behind this kind of veneer of upper class, well-mannered politeness that is actually quite transparent to me. I, I really don't like pretty much anything about him <laughs> okay so jacob we're going to do a section on this podcast which i love i've been implementing in the past few hour recordings and it's called schrodinger's cunt okay <laughs> so eighteen thousand eight hundred pounds schrodinger's cunt which means there's a 50 50 chance so whatever door you open in your house jacob reese morgan jacob reese deck chat. is there doing whatever it is that you do in that room right for how for how long? Just forever. So for the rest of my life, I could open a door and he's there, and there's a fifty fifty. If I close it immediately and open it again, is he gone? Is there is it? Does it roll the dice again? There's a fifty fifty shot. Yeah. 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 So I could, so I could theoretically just keep opening all the doors until they, I get what I want. It could be annoying. And then just leave them open. Obviously, you can't do that with the bathroom. So most of my rooms. The thing is, you don't want to open the bathroom and he's there taking a shit. That's that's terrible. That's an absolute nightmare. That's pretty bad. And even if you have to close, open it and close it again for the rest of my life. If, so if I moved house, would that with this condition follow me? Yeah. 
okay. So I'd either have to change this house to a very open plan one, which isn't really doable. <laughs> this, this, like, this, this room needs a door because I play music in here. It'd be too loud otherwise. Bathroom needs a door. I, I was discussing with some person before, like how far down do we go? Do we go down to like the sock drawer and you open up and there's a mini? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, that's a good question. Like, yeah, it is. is. There a, yeah. Um, is he in there like wearing my socks <laughs> or is it just is it full full size human what about cat flap we have a cat cat flap does that count you go to throw away the skin of your orange after the challenge and then he's just there rolled up in the bin you know oh. no let's not let's not say cat flap let's not say that let's just say any typical room so your kitchen your, your i don't know how many rooms you have your diner your bathroom yeah, yeah. does does it include the front door and the back door of the house like if i open it he's just there Wait, in the garden. Like in yeah, there. okay. He's, so if you open the back door, he's just like in a gardening hat with a little uh, tin can, you know. Yeah, yeah. Watering can. Okay. Yeah. So this is this is really quite nightmarish. I mean, this is genuinely nightmarish. Um, I mean, it would be it would be a nightmare if it was anyone. Like that is incredibly freaky. This is something out of a horror film, even if it's my favorite person in the world. Um, Eighteen thousand pounds for the rest of my life. So no matter where I. So if this was still my house, but I actually decided to live in a flat and rent a flat, would it follow me to where my like? where i live in that moment is yeah i like the idea that if you're living in a flat and you have an elevator access it's a 50 50 chance and you can't really close that door and open it again because there could be people in there too you'd seem like an absolute dick <laughs> this sounds this sounds inescapable i am going to actually have to say that there's no chance that eighteen thousand pounds is enough i think that is so life-changing that i wouldn't i would need millions i would actually need millions it, it would have to be for the next 10 years Probably still a few million. Ten years is a long time. The next five years. Well, it's still. I'm still. I'm still thinking that's millions. It's only in your home, you know. You can escape. Yeah, I just know, don't but... be in your home. <laughs> just. <laughs> it's five years. Just. You know. You know what? I did not think of that solution. Um, that's an amazing solution. Um, no, five years is a very long time. Like, I would need life-changing money. I would need, like, money that means I don't have to work again. Like, that's that's how much I would hate going through this experience. I like the idea if you uh, start dating, you get serious with a girl and she moves in, and she's like, oh, yeah, by the way, that's Jacob. He leaves the toilet yeah. sleep up. Just, you know, <laughs> yeah. that's what he does. That's, that's the other Jacob. We don't like him, but he's he's just there. You get used to it. You get, you, you get used to it. He probably does leave the toilet sleep up, doesn't he? He's got that face. Something about him. <laughs> Just inconsiderate. I have a feeling he has someone who both lowers it and puts it down for him. Puts it down and picks it up for him. Like, he, he wouldn't touch it. It's just, oof. No, he wouldn't do that. He might be a man who pees sitting down, actually. Think about it. Hmm. Maybe he never lifts it. I, I honestly, honestly, my assumption is that he's a nappy-wearing guy. That's the vibe I get from him. So, um, you, you heard it here first. It's official. Jace, Jacob Rees-Mogg wears a nappy. This is fact. Um, and I'm reporting it here as a journalist. Let's say two years. It needs still to be. It needs to be life-changing money. So it doesn't necessarily need to be millions, but I'm still talking like hundreds of thousands. I'm sorry, like it's really. This is quite unpleasant. It's two years. That's really not yeah, long. It's, it's two years. Jesus. Oof, two years is a long time. Can I change the person? Oh, let's let. Well, let's see. Let, you give me. You, you throw some at me. And we'll see. Billy Bragg. Billy Bragg. <laughs> oh my god. Every, so, uh, if I open a door, can he at least be like singing at me or something? I don't know. Sure. <laughs> singing sea shanties in the shower. Yeah, okay. I don't know. This is, this is funny. This is funny. You see, now if it was him, okay, okay, yeah, no, I'm into this. So, so what was the time period and the uh, the money offered? Let's give him, let's give you five years, Billy Bragg. 
18,800. All right, you know what? I'm going to shake on it. Do you know why? Because you're a mug. You're an absolute mug. I'm going to make money. I'm going to make money from this deal. Like, it's not traumatizing to me because it's Billy Bragg singing songs. That's fine. But I'm going to be like, dude, you want to come to my house? I go, Billy Bragg, open any door in my house, 50-50 chance <laughs> that he's in there singing a song at you. You, like, you can come to my house, but it's 50 quid. And they'll be like, well, I don't believe you. That's not going to happen. Trust me, it happens. And once the word gets out, people are going to be paying me for these like little intimate gigs with Billy Bragg. Uh, and I don't know, I'm going to start charging money. So at the end of the five-year period, I'm going to be raking it in. So yeah, yes. Ha ha. Ha ha. I've got you now. <laughs> you have to wait for me to agree on the price. <laughs> no, you just did. You said you said that. No, sorry. Oh no, I've re revealed my plan. No, you said 18,000. I thought that was his. I thought we'd ship on it I digitally. What, I actually said 18,800, but you just said 18,000. So you just lost yourself 800. That's fine. All right. Because at the end of the five-year period, I'm definitely going to make that 800 pound back. I'm going to be making that every week. Yes. I feel like I've, I've turned the podcast around and I feel like now I'm in charge because that was, you know, even though I say it myself, that was a brilliant solution to my problem. I think you're learning. <laughs> um, I need to ask you, though, when did you start playing music? In your teen years or your younger years or later? Uh, so I was 14. I was 14. I started on the bass guitar. Um, my little brother was already playing acoustic and electric guitar. And I, I wanted to play guitar, but I didn't want to just play the same thing he was playing. Because I was like, well, it's going to be hard to catch up. And he's my little brother and he can't just play the same thing as him. And um, weirdly, I think my brother, my older brother got, had a CD of, you know, the band Thin Lizzy. They sing Boys yeah, Are Back In Town. Yeah, I know, ben, I know Thin Lizzy. And uh, Phil Liner, I just thought he was so cool with his bass guitar. And I was like, I don't even know what a bass guitar is. I have no idea like, what the distinction was at that point. I was like, I want that because he is so cool. Uh, and then I got one for my birthday. I guess I got it for my... Did I get it for my 15th birthday? I think I got it when I was 14, but for my 15th birthday, I got it like a little bit ahead of time. Um, and weirdly, for the first year, I wasn't really that interested. It was like a little bit. And my mum was like, oh, we bought you that. You've not used it. But then after the first 12 months, I just got obsessed and just doing it all the time. And then by that point, my mum was complaining I was doing it too much. <laughs> and it's just it's just never gone away. I just, I love it. It's, it's I love it. Yeah. So it's been about 15, 16 years now. And so the thing is, you could have been a drummer. She told your mum. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I could have been a drummer, but I thought I'd be a musician instead. Did them? Oh, did him breaking out those skinny jeans like a fucking true bassist? Uh, yeah, sorry, you're not a drummer, are you? Yeah, I am. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> that's in the long you've, list of things. Uh, yeah, I know. You've heard them all before. You've heard them all. No, I mean, primarily, I was a guitar. I'm a guitarist, and then I went to ukulele. And ukulele is genuinely one of my most favorite instruments of all time. Um, went to mandolin, went to banjo, then I picked up drums, and then everyone needed a drummer. So then I was drumming for a lot of bands, and then I just fell in love with drumming. So I identify now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How long have you been playing then? Guitar, I've been playing since I was maybe twelve, twenty six mm -hmm. now. So quite a while. Ukulele. Mm -hmm. You could only have been playing for a solid 10 plus years. Drums, mm -hmm. drums about seven, right? It's been, no, even longer than that. Maybe nine or something. But mm -hmm. yeah, it's been yeah. a while. Yeah. So what kind of music do you tend to play? Um, or into or whatever? I will send you a link to that. I was in a two-piece band before in Cornwall, but it was originally four. Then it went to three. And then me and this one guy was practicing alone. I was like, dude, we don't yeah. need other people. Let's just do like some... Yeah. Let's do some like true, was it Royal Blood? Let's do stuff like that. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so nice. we did a lot of um, screamo, punky, hardcore stuff. I was also mm -hmm. ukulele in like a Mumford and Sonsy style band. 
mm-hmm. um pretty much whatever i was needed for just showed up with whatever i yeah, had yeah. and just that's cool so i i play i mean i'm into the beach boys woo, but I, I play the music i write is like quite proggy quite folky but i'm also in like an americana band so i mean you said this at the start really it's a weird combination of things but um yeah okay so um for th- £37,595. You can you develop arthritis in your left hand, and by the age of 40, your musical ability is reduced significantly. No, absolutely not. No, 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 no. No, no. Again, again, it needs to be a life change. It needs to be so, like, I don't need to work, and that's just... I don't work anymore. I think I'm going to have to change the question here. So I, I, I was yeah. like, oh, just try it. That's but... a hard one. Oof. Yeah. I wouldn't want to wish that on anyone. So to yeah, do it as a stranger of the internet, it's pretty horrible. <laughs> okay, so £37,595. Your personal opposing political party is in power for the next five years. For how much? 37595 For five. I mean, on the one hand, no way in hell. No, but on the other hand, what's another five years? What's it already been? How long has it been now? 12 years it feels like it's just wow this this is just what happens in the uk now it's just the tories like they just win so part of me is like well they're gonna win anyway potentially so maybe just give me the money but you'll know though you'll know that you're the reason that's true that's the difference that's the difference no this is again again i would take money it would have to be a lot of money though and this would have to be so much money that i could potentially donate it we're talking about like the economy of a small country level money. So I, I think this might have to be another question we skip or you, you have to like rejig it or something. Oh, this is a hard one. I'm going to have to go sillier then, I think. Another <laughs> question. £37,595. All the coffee you drink from now on is just slightly too cold. How much money? 37595 Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's a deal. Yeah, I'm into that. You like slightly cold coffee? Um, have we agreed on the deal? You don't drink coffee. I don't drink coffee. So, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't drink tea. <laughs> it's too late. No, come on. We agree. Oh, no, 37,595 pounds. Everything you drink is room temperature. For the rest of my life. Yeah. Room temperature. That's the worst temperature. <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst of all the temperatures. Um... Mm, I don't know. So that, that's this is a good one. This is a good because that's not life breaking. It, it's really not, is it? Like it's it's not great, but it's still unpleasant. So I would want more, but it's not life breaking. So it wouldn't have to like uh, make you know. It wouldn't have to be life changing in terms of the money. But you know, can you double that? You see, most people in the UK is much easier with this question because like English people drink warm beer. It's no problem. It's not strange. I, I, I don't drink... Because that's ale. I don't really yeah. drink ale. I'll I, I drink like a lager, but I, I drink cider. So it's lucky I live in Bristol. Um, but I don't drink ale particularly, no. Um, I don't know. I don't drink tea. I don't drink ale. Am I even even English? I don't know. <laughs> For 42,000? No, a bit more. 45. A lot of money, isn't it? Really, fifty, forty-seven, forty-eight, forty-eight is fine. Yes. So when when do I when do I get all this money? Oh, you don't. <laughs> when do you, oh, what? <laughs> and oh. I feel like I won on that question because you didn't ask what room. <laughs> oh come on! Oh. 
temperature meant what is it like 25 degrees or something like that i don't know no, that's a, i mean it's a good point which room <laughs> yeah oh, no. i mean uh, I, my house it tends to be around 20 degrees most of the time but i mean you could just move further north and just like keep the windows open <laughs> that's true that's true it's that's a very inelegant solution to having warm lager but yeah i could in fact do that <laughs> um so you mentioned that you're a pc gamer have you always been a pc gamer or have you just given up on consoles because it's so uh, <laughs> 2000s uh, so i guess when i was younger we had playstation and stuff like that we didn't really have a pc until a bit older i guess um, but it's not really until like the last year that I, I, I bought like a proper gaming rig. I've, I've had PC games and like RPG games and strategy games for ages and I've always liked them, but it's still not like top, top end, but I spent enough money on it that it's, it's decent and it will do me for a good few years. And I play, you know, and I need it for like audio editing and things like that. So, um, but it's mainly in the last year. I mean, it was locked down. There wasn't anything else to do that. I, I started putting in some serious and potentially embarrassing hours in a few games <laughs> but uh, what kind of games did you play growing up were you a big console guy were you like a gamecube guy or it was mainly it was mainly playstation and playstation 2 and stuff like that and uh, probably played a bit nintendo 64 when we were like really young my siblings and i um and you know friends houses played whatever we could but um pretty much any game you know good like a good fighting game is good with your siblings you know you're playing on tekken or something like that and you, yeah we're all getting pent up like <laughs> um those kind of games uh street fighter shooting games you know shooting each other like uh, there's tons of those games um racing games they're good they're always good football games I, i'm not into football but even a football game can be fun because it's just a bit of competition um yeah pretty much any game yeah, I mean, we've... I'm glad you said Nintendo 64 because uh, that's like my all-time favorite console, and it was it was released in 1994. Wow! Sorry, yeah, Nintendo 64, 1994, um, which was my birth year. So I played it when I was five or six years old. My mom must have got it secondhand from somewhere, you know, because it was cheap then. And like yeah. Mar Super Mario yeah. 64 was like still is my all-time favorite game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, those games are just incredibly fun. They're just great. They just are what they are. Um, but. I remember reading once that and it kind of blows my mind my mind because i think it was playstation one when it first came out i can't remember how much it cost but because i was so used to it costing around like 150 pounds when i was really young but when the first year it came out i'm sure it's like 600 pounds or 700 pounds which is which makes sense because it's cutting edge at the time but it's so crazy to think now that you could spend that much money on that and um it, you know times change that's just how it works but um it, it blows my mind a bit but the PS2 could play DVDs, and that was cool. I know. And CDs. Yes, yes, that is true. So, I, I have some CDs still, um, because when I was a teenager, they were still viable technology, and I bought tons when I was a teenager. And last time I went to like my mum's house, um, I took a few of them and brought them home, and I realised there's literally nothing I could play on. We just don't have anything because we have a PS4, and that doesn't play DVDs or CDs. Um, maybe it plays DVDs, but it doesn't play CD. Sorry, my 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 new gaming rig doesn't have a CD drive. Um, I think the only thing we can play it play a CD on is in our car. But you know, you got your phone, and I just thought oh, it'd be nice. I mean, I can listen to all the music I have on Spotify anyway. But I don't know. It's sometimes nice. To, I don't know. It was nice, but now it feels like it's it's pointless. I don't know how much money I wasted as a teenager on CDs. I know that our ages are fairly similar, but just slightly different because in a way, 
I wasn't really old enough to invest a lot of money into CV- CDs because I didn't have the money yeah. then. I started working when I was like 17 and CDs yeah. were already on the way out. The thing is, yeah. if I had the money at the time, I would have bought loads. And I'm yeah. glad that didn't happen because that's one, I think, honestly, one of the biggest regrets you could have now because it's, it's old tech. And at the same time, I like these yeah. mini Walkman players and I like these big boom boxes yeah, and stuff. Yeah. So at the same time, it's also pretty good if you want to have yeah, like yeah. battery powered. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So it's one of those, like, is it a big regret? It's certainly not one of my biggest regrets, but, you know, it is insane when you look at it. Like, that is a lot. A potential. Some CDs would cost like £15. £15 for something now that, you know, you pay like £9 a month for Spotify and you just listen to anything. Um, my biggest regret is not buying Bitcoin in 2010 or whatever. Like, yeah. you know, that's a, that's a regret. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm sure everyone in the world thinks that. <laughs> I mean, my first, I bought um, Lionel Richie's single, I'm Your Man three tracks on there and i spent four pounds fifty that's like one pound something a track and i thought that was a bargain <laughs> yeah 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 well back then it was a bargain i remember when itunes do, do people still use itunes for music i don't know i have no idea maybe yeah but I'm sure, like that was like 80 pence per track i remember that was a figure i remember from from you know 15 years ago or something and back then it didn't feel insane i think it did it was like oh that's about the same price as a lot of cds sometimes and you're not even getting anything physical but now it's just as a model paying per track, paying, paying for a song. I, d- I don't know. Some people probably still do it, but I, I don't know why you would. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure we could talk for a while about musicianship and their views on Spotify and how that works. Yes. But to oh, rest- I mean, there are, there are problems there and I would happily pay more, but um, what are you going to do? Yeah. Subscription services and stuff seems to be the real trend right now and taking over, especially with yeah. COVID. But anyway, yeah. 75,190 pounds. <laughs> For the next 10 years, the only PC game you can play is RuneScape. You know what? Yeah, give me a bit more. Give me a bit more. How much, how much, are, you willing, how much are you willing to give me for that? See, up until now, you've said that you need a bit more. Right now, you'll just say, could you just give me more? That's not how the game's played. Mm. Your tactic is, is effective on me. <laughs> you just need to be very straightforward and blunt with me, and it seems to work. I, I, can't, <laughs> I don't know what to say. I'm a very unsubtle person. Um... So, yeah, yeah, I'm going to be honest, that would be good. That would actually be good because I would stop spending so much time on it and I would just be a bit more focused in other things. So I'm just going to take your money. Thank you. Yep. Okay. I just uh, probably wouldn't play in it very much. 73,000. Hey, wait, that's lower. That's lower. I swear that's lower. It is. 73,000. Oh. Has the previous offer been taken off the table completely? Yeah, 73 now. Oh, God, I'm so terrible at this. Uh, yeah, okay, just give me, give me right. the money. Just give me it. <laughs> I'll take it. And I'm still being fairly generous because I just knocked you down 2,000, which in this grand scheme of things isn't too much. It's not too bad, yeah. Or is it? <laughs> <laughs> One of your major fears is heights. Um, and to be honest, mm. I've spoken to a lot of people doing the show, and as one of the most biggest fears is heights. And I'm interested, is, for you, is it genuinely heights or is it falling? Well, it, yeah. So it's, it's, it's quite a physical thing. So it's not even necessarily immediate fear like it's a physical thing that as soon as i'm near like an edge and it's it's a perfectly justifiable i feel for a reason i'll explain in a bit and be quite ironic because i am incredibly tall myself i'm like six foot six so it's like oh he's scared of heights <laughs> um but the reason i feel like it's quite often justified is that for example in bristol there's a big bridge basically and the barriers on that on for someone like me they're quite low down and quite often i can be quite high up you know whether it's in like a a big building that has like 
barriers on the side of um, like the floors where you can look over or you know whether it's up a mountain that they've put some barriers up the barriers are quite often lower than my center of gravity and that feels very weird so for most people you know the barrier might come up to I don't know the chest for me it might come up to like my waist that's a bit of an exaggeration because I'm not that much taller than the average person but do you know what I mean for me it feels it feels like it's almost like a little it feels like a little step in the way and it feels like I could easily fall over it feels like there's no barrier there um th so that's that's a big part of it but not just that I'm I'm just quite quite cowardly when it comes to them it's a very much a physical thing I mean I guess implicitly it's the fear of falling but it's a physical ooh, you know that feeling ooh. I did have a, an e immediate image in my head of you basically shuttlecocking off of Bristol Bridge. Bristol Bridge. <laughs> it's like you're so top yeah. heavy on your head for some weird reason. And you just. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that's, that's, that's actually the feeling. That is actually the feeling. Because, like, again, some of the barriers on that bridge are quite low. And because I'm so tall, that my center of gravity. And I'm quite leggy, I have to admit. Like, I'm quite, <laughs> I'm quite spindly. I actually am. Um, that my legs are disproportionately long. I mean, I've done this as an expert. I, I went to school with, I know people, loads of people, where if we sit down on level chairs next to each other, they could be taller than me, backwise, or the same <laughs> height. And then we stand up, and I could be like half a foot or more taller than them. And I don't know, you must, you can't see my bottom half right now, but you must think I'm some kind of slender man freak. But I think that might be the truth. I, I, I think I'm something like that. Um, so, yeah, it's a, I'm sure your image of me falling off of um, a bridge is now even <laughs> With your more legs hilarious. Coming down. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm a bit of a freak, I guess. <laughs> You were destined to be a bass player by the description of your <laughs> yes, being. Yeah, no, it's true. <laughs> I'd like to see you behind a drum kick because I feel like you'd be very far away or like the drum kit would <laughs> yeah. need to be a certain height. <laughs> it's, it's like a, it's like Animal from the Muppets, right? He's like that. He's got these long spindly arms and legs. Uh, I think I was born to be a Muppet. Yep. I think that's, that's the, the thing we can take away from the show tonight. Yeah, so we're <laughs> on to your last question. Um, 1,000, no, 187,980 pounds. Once a week for the rest of your life, you have a dream that you're falling from a tall building. How much was it? Sorry. It was again, it was a weird number. 187,980. So that's quite an unpleasant dream. Let's say 188, shall we? Um, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 188. That's quite unpleasant. So. I'm not going to tell you which way I think would be worse, but would I know, like, would I be able to, would, I, would it always be the same day? Would I know in advance, oh, it's coming tonight? Well, you, you're going to have a dream now. So I wouldn't know which it could hit any random day? Yeah. Okay, good. Because that's less bad than knowing when it was going to happen. Okay, <laughs> interesting. interesting. Yeah. Because, yeah, the, 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 the trepidation, the build-up, like, oh, it's Thursday. Oh, we all know what happens on Thursday. Oh, I have that weird dream where I fall off of a height, like a high thing. That would be, that would be worse, because I don't think, I think it would just get in the way of me sleeping every Thursday. <laughs> I would struggle yeah. to sleep. Um, but if it could happen any night, I sleep quite well. But I guess it could strike any night, but one in seven feels not too bad. It could be any night, so um, that's not too bad. I... Uh, the rest of my life though is that yeah, that's pretty bad isn't it i would i would like a bit more please i think i would need a bit more i've written down tall buildings around the world so you can actually be enjoying the scenery as you fall in different locations Singapore, yeah, it's, 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 Tokyo. A, it's a bit of a tour okay this is i like this this is uh 
I, I do need a bit more though, because it's still quite a bit to have your sleep disrupted. Uh, can't speak. Disrupted for the rest of your life. 195. That feels. Uh, can you give me. Uh, 200 is so nice. It's just a nice number. Nice and round. Give me a round number, please. Just give me the round number. 175, and it's once a fortnight. Okay, I like that. Let's do that. We'll do that. That's good. That's a good one. It's, it's still a nice round number, and it's l less often. Um, that's a lot of disrupted sleep, so... Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I actually haven't suspended, because I, I don't know which question I prefer, but I have in brackets, like, suspended by a crane in the sky that randomly jolts. Right, okay, that's that's quite horrible as well. <laughs> yeah, it is, isn't it? Just the, the, yeah, yeah. It <laughs> might happen. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's terrifying. <laughs> I mean, any of them are terrifying. Anything to do with falling off of a height or being dangled over a height is just not good. And I've had dreams where I'm, like, falling off of a height and things like that. It's it's really quite horrible. <laughs> Everyone's woken up and they've just been, like, you know... Yes. They fall yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. It's freaky. <laughs> it's very weird. How well do you think you did? Because I'm going to be adding up your price real soon. How do you think you did? So, is a bigger number good? I want the highest number. And do, do you rank? Do you rank me against other people? Yes. Um, I sent you a link to the website. I think have a quick yes. click on it. You can see the scoreboard as it stands right now. Okay. So the problem is I, I can't remember what I said. <laughs> so it could be all right. Um, so the highest score. Let's see. Remember, it's in dollars on the score on the scoreboard there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. I don't know. I don't feel like I did too badly. I don't feel like that was too bad. Okay. Um, I don't know. I, it could, I think I did better than third. I think I, I put myself above... Would I? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I got a bit better at it as we went along. Because at first I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, I might put myself tentatively in third, but I think I could get second. But uh, I can't really remember the numbers we said. <laughs> So I'm going to add some suspense to the show. So now is a perfect time for you to promote, sell yourself, tell the people who you are and why the fuck are you on my show? Great. So I am Jacob. Jacob Reese Deckchuck. Also known as Big Yellow Praxis. So I, I, on all the social media. It's so easy. So Big Yellow Praxis. It's a weird Joni Mitchell pun. Just it doesn't make any sense, but I roll with it. Basically, I talk about music and I do music. I have people on and we talk about music. I think it's underrated. The podcast I do is called Underrated Overhated, but my YouTube channel is just Big Yellow Praxis. Um, and I do my own music, lots of podcasts about a range of music. Um, as we mentioned before, there's always a mention of the Beach Boys because I just can't not mention the Beach Boys when it's not relevant. In fact, no, it's always relevant. Um, but if you like progressive rock, if you like folk, if you like blues or funk, um, if you like hearing people introduce me to rap, hip-hop, and electronica, which are not necessarily genres I particularly like, then also listen, because people do that, and I think it makes me look like a bit of a boomer, but it's it's always a good experience. But that is basically what I do. Um, load of podcast episodes, loads of videos of me playing guitar, so check it out. Big Yellow Praxis. Nice. So, are you excited to hear your price, your the price of your dignity today? Oh, this is such a big moment. Uh, I hope I've done well. I've always prided myself on my dignity, and this might be the moment I realised that it was a false pride. So yeah, you know, give it to me, Doc. Give it to me straight. So today, we've been falling from buildings, we have been eating mushy peas, and yes, we have even done many more things on top of that, which I cannot remember right now. <laughs> so, in pounds, as it stands right now, your price for this evening... 
315,735 pounds. And to our American listeners, that's 439,173.18. Oh my god. Am I first? I think I'm first. You are? Let me check. As it stands, but the thing is, this episode won't be released for a while, so... Oh yeah. <laughs> you may never you may never be first on this show. <laughs> hey, look, I feel like I did quite well there. I was I was concerned that my performance was going to be incredibly shoddy. But uh, you know, I think I did myself proud. I wasn't last. That's that's the the win I'm going to take away from this. I wasn't last. I think it's been a real rocky road. It's been some questions have been totally on your end and then some I feel mm. that I've gained some traction. So I felt like it was fully apt and I'm I'm happy with the price. So um, do I just send you like my sort of code and account details? Like, where, does it come through a bit at a time? When, when, when can I expect my half, nearly half a million dollars? I'm getting Bitcoin now. I'm not giving you any money. <laughs> that was your coin. <laughs> oh, that's fine. That's fine. That's okay. I'm happy with this. <laughs> I'm happy with my hypothetical hundreds of thousands. Perfect. Do you got anything left to say to the listeners before we call it a day here? No, no. Other than thanks for having me. This is really enjoyable. This is great fun. Um, I'm looking forward to listening to myself sell my dignity when it comes out. Perfect. That's been Price Tag Podcast, guys. Uh, I've been AZ Blakely May, and we will see you again next week. Thanks for listening, and goodbye. Goodbye.